When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And today is Thursday, March the 23rd. Keep that in mind when listening to us with our todays and tomorrows and yesterdays, because this is coming out Thursday night. I'm joined, as I always am, by my three cohorts here, three people who know probably too much about Auburn recruiting, but I don't know if that's possible. We'll find out. <laughs> Mr. J. Head, Mr. Keith Niebuhr, Mr. Cole Pinkston, how about you, fellas? How about you, brother? All right, Keith. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, Jeffrey. I've been inspired by Keith to get out in nature a little bit more, and uh, you know, not just sit in my living room. I got to do the show from a remote location. Well, how about turning that phone sideways? Henry David. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Henry David Thoreau Kingston out there in nature. Remember to always keep the sun in your face. There you go. There it is. Well, Jeff, that's if we want to see his face. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, 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 Cole obviously needs a new home in or around Auburn, Opelika, in Lee County. We know just who to call. Jessica Andrews with the Talents Group, folks, 334-704-4442. She is a five-star realtor. Just ask J-Hit. Uh, she does residential. She does in- investment properties. Folks, she can do it all. And... We sent her. We're going to send her to you. We're going to send you to her. Jessica Andrews with the Talents Group. Jay had threw me off there, that transition. <laughs> wow. and, then I, and then I proceeded to mess it all up. Jessica Andrews <laughs> with the Talents Group. Folks, give her a call, man. Tell her we sent you. 334-704-4442. Thursday evening. This is coming out. Tomorrow, yes. Friday. Big day, potentially, for Auburn and Hugh Freeze and Carnell Williams as Drum roll. Fat Burnett has set a decision day and time. He is going to do it Friday at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. And as far as – he didn't mention any finalists. Keith, you wrote the preview, man. What's uh, w- Tell us everything you know about Fat Burnett. Yeah, it's a really detailed preview. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I mean, you guys have all covered him. Pretty closely. I started writing about him, I guess, I want to say last spring. Uh, the last time I actually interviewed him, though, and I know, Jeffrey, you interviewed him in June, uh, January after the junior day visit. Remember, he wasn't that thrilled about it either. Right. Uh, but I interviewed him last summer, so I was digging through some of that stuff, and he said he was there for Big Cat Weekend and you know, had a great time. He's real close with Cadillac. Uh, you know, he, he was tweeting out, I think, is this the move, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, at the end of the day, it, it feels like Auburn's recruited him harder than everybody else. You know what I mean? And uh, and he's a big kid. We got him listed, by the way, six one two ten. But he was at Florida State this week, and uh, my my little moles around there say that he's closer to six foot, which is fine. That's still tall for a running back. Yeah. Uh, but two thirty two. Now, I guess there was some concern on our message board. Hey, is that too heavy? Is he getting sloppy? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's not why I put it out there. I just wanted his, his current height and weight. But they can get Je- – Jeffrey, you, you've seen guys come in chunky before, and I'm not saying he is, but 
that's gone in a week usually, right? I mean, that's not even a concern at all. Deron Payne, you know, now big shot in the NFL. I remember going and seeing him a few times as a senior when Auburn was recruiting him, the big defensive lineman. He was sloppy at times. It's just if you got the skill set, you got the skill set. And I know you guys like his skill set. And I guess Auburn's looking for that thunder and lightning kind of thing. And uh, but you know, seems like it's Auburn or FSU. We we all have picks in for Auburn, so I mean that tells you what we think. I actually updated his profile after I saw your post, Keith. Yeah, I, I put it. I left it the height alone. It's six yeah. foot one with cleats on. Yeah, uh, and I, I moved to two thirty. Yeah, he's, big, he's a big old kid now. And we 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 should update that every so often. And uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, going back to January, I went back and looked at the database. Went back and looked at some of our stories past of him, past stories of him. There aren't a lot of them because, as we've said on the show, he's not very media savvy. And even after that junior day. You know, he was a high priority for me to get, or for all of us to get. We were all there. And he was almost bothered that we were asking him about a day that he didn't thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. He was one of the few that was like, eh, you know, too many people here. Uh, yeah, the staff felt that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but Jeffrey, I went through his profile too, and for some reason, I just want to apologize to everybody listening. Some of his, some of the stories we've written on him are not showing up on. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I was like, wait a second, we didn't write after, write about him, and I was actually going to call you up and say, Jeff, you need to hyperlink. I was going to lecture you, and no, you did it. You actually did it. It just it didn't show up on his page because the last one I saw was from last summer. That's right. That's yeah. But we've actually written about him a few times since then, and he's always had good things to say about Auburn. I mean, he's close with Cadillac. You know, the other thing about Junior Day that I got from your story, Jeffrey, that you wrote about him, Cadillac, we forget, was sick that Junior Day. Oh, that's eat right. That's what it was. Yeah, not only did he not get the amount of one-on-one time he wanted, yeah. but his boy wasn't there. And Cadillac is his boy. And yeah. uh, so sometimes, you know, we're all guilty of this. I know I am. We read too much into the visits. we got to look at the overall picture. That wasn't his best visit, but he was there, and he did have a good good relationship with um, – you know, or does with Cadillac. He likes freeze. I saw some quotes uh, from your story in January. So, you know, it, stars seem to be aligned. But, yes, we I couldn't find those things either, Jeffrey. So. Yeah, I was thinking, man, uh, have we not written about him? I think it was a big – I think it was Big Cat from last summer, the yeah. last story on his on his, on his his on3 profile page. But uh, as far as we know, it's – I mean, we know he visited Florida State yesterday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, the 22nd. We know he visited Auburn in January. We know he's been committing soon since November the 14th. <laughs> November the 14th? Yes. De- uh, December, January, February, March. Four months he's been committing soon. And listen, here, okay, so let's go back. To, so we thought he was going to commit after junior day. Yes. I, I think I even wrote a, a, a story just in case. Felt like that was, you know, something was going to happen. It didn't. And about a month ago, so we're in the mid February by this time. And I remember on this show, we're going, what, what, what's the holdup here? Right. We couldn't even we couldn't even come up with who was number two. No. And since then, I think I posted it to the board, but he's kind of released the other schools that have been recruiting him. And it's as Keith said, Florida State. Penn State, Arkansas, and Ole Miss, in addition to Auburn. Those are the schools that are heavily involved. Say that again, Jay Penn State, 
Florida State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Auburn. Those were the schools that were in contention for him. Um, but for the longest time, it was Auburn and then who else? And it wasn't until Keith was able to kind of talk to some people at Florida State and kind of understand, that, okay, they're starting to pick up their recruiting process. And other things started to come out. But you're right, Jeffrey, for forever, it was kind of, what's he waiting on? Well, now we know what he's been waiting on, and, and it's just the right time for him to do it. I guess he's seen every place that he needs to see, and now he feels comfortable making a commitment. And I do think, and, and I think you guys probably agree with this. Like I said earlier, I think I'm doing all the talking, and I apologize. I think um, Auburn's recruited him harder than these other schools, quite frankly. You know, I thought maybe the coaching change yes. might have done it. Oh, might, might have postponed it. But if you remember, I think they fired Harson on on Halloween. That's right. And when was when was Freeze named? Was it in December first? It was the Monday after the Iron Bowl. So November fourteenth, Auburn is being led by interim head coach Carnell Williams. That is when Jamarian Burnett put out committing soon. That was his first yeah. committing soon. Was in the heart of Carnell Williams's interim uh, coach. So eh, you know, whatever. Either way, it's coming to an end, or at least a uh, temporary end. Soon's a relative term, right? Sure, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When was the last time Auburn? I guess we'll, if, you know, if, if Auburn lands, and we'll break it down. But is it uh, was it Petway? I mean, Petway wasn't tall like Burnett, but what was the last wide body back that they signed? Uh, it's been a minute. I'll, I'll give you one, Keith. Um, and this is the guy that he actually reminds me of a good bit. So it came to my mind too. Javon Robinson. Mm-hmm. Who was a JUCO guy, right? I mean, he was yeah. Georgia military. Yeah, he's a JUCO guy. Came in, had some trouble, you know, during his time there. But if you watch him, you know, in those few games where he stood out, that's the kind of back that Jamarian Burnett is, in my opinion, because he's a big bruiser. But dude's got some skills. Dude's got some moves, and he cuts he cuts on a dime pretty well, and things of that nature. So yeah, I mean, that's the comparison to me, and I think we got it. Your guy, Keith Rice, that was the guy that gave that comparison. You've got to give him props on that. Lord, third show in a row. Great day. <laughs> it looks like Cole's filming the, the sequel to the Blair Witch Project out there in the woods, man. He's, he's on the next episode of Alone. Yeah, be careful when it gets dark, okay? Zach, Zach in the back said Javon Robinson was six foot, 230 pounds at Auburn. Yeah, there's a perfect comparison. There's no way he was six feet tall. No, <laughs> that dude was not. You're right. <laughs> no, nah, he was. He was yeah, I was going to say five ten. He's six feet tall, like I'm six two, walking into the supper club. Okay? But, but they did list him at that, and and I do, Cole. When you said the comparison, I thought Javon Robinson, and then you went on to say it. But uh, uh, the the guy over the past two seasons, he's pretty much ruled. Was that one A football? Four A, four A football. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, and the losers four A. I think they had okay. on the four A state championship this past okay. year. Okay, all right, that's Hanley region too, or it used to be four A. All right, four A is respectable. Yeah. Four A is respectable. Th- almost four thousand yards, almost thirty touchdowns, almost 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 four thousand yards, almost thirty touchdowns. Y'all trying to say this? Well, they got producers. <laughs> yeah. They got producers, and hey, look, if he can wear down a running, if if he can be that power back and can wear down a a, a defense a little bit, and then you got a guy like Jeremiah Cobb or Brian Batie, you know what I mean? It, it can. I mean, that's what Auburn. They've had good backs, but they haven't really had that one that can lately, one that can wear you down. And then when that defense is tired, he's out and the fast guy's in and they can't keep up with him. 
And that's your tank for four quarters. Now, you tried to do that with Robinson and Tank, obviously. Uh, but. Well, and I was going to say, I think it, the comparison with Javon is probably better. And obviously, Fat reminds me of, of a lot of big kid running backs. You know, those guys at Wisconsin and Michigan State and Penn State produce year in and year out. But he's probably the biggest back we've had on the roster since Booby Whitlow. Because Whitlow was every bit of 220 and six foot probably as well. But what I was told when I've kind of inquired about our interest in that is, is he's an answer to a situation we haven't had. He's that short yardage back. Because if you look what we have right now, everybody's in that 510 to 511 range, hovering between 205 to 210 and have even smaller for Batty. You know, he's obviously in the 175 pound range. So as an offense that wants to have answers to defensive adjustments, he's a big answer specifically in short yardage packages. And that's probably where he's going to help most to start with is in short yardage areas. And then as he, you know, progresses in a college strength and conditioning program, you're going to see his role kind of expand and change. But he's a guy that's going to come in and be a big time inside runner for you right away. And as an old high school football coach used to tell me, whether he hits the home run or not, you don't always need every run to be 38 yards. Sometimes you just need them to be a good 15. And I think what Jamarian Burnett can do is get you a good 15 every now and again. Fair enough, man. And I tell you what, Cole, I wanted to get to you because we will know soon enough on Burnett. Uh, Friday at 11.30 a.m. Central Time, he will announce, and we'll have it covered at Auburn Live on 3. Let's back up a little bit. Today's Thursday. Auburn has had some studs come in. Again, here we go. You know, it's another week, another day, another group of studs visiting Auburn. Monday's practice. Here's just Monday in the middle of March. And who shows up finally? Not finally because DeMarcus Riddick. But we've been he had been on some list prior to Monday's list but had to reschedule. He finally made it to campus Monday. Cole, you talked to DeMarcus Riddick, the four-star Linebacker from Chilton County who is committed to the Bulldogs. What do you think? Well, uh, I know why you're asking me because I'm the guy that put in the prediction for the market. You talked to him. I did. I also talked to him. And yeah. You can't read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this a few times now, and I truly believe that this is not an Auburn-Georgia battle. This is not an Alabama-Georgia battle. This is an Auburn-Georgia-Alabama battle. I think all three teams, even though he's committed to Georgia, are very close to even. Maybe Georgia has the edge right now because he is committed to them. Does he stay committed to them in the end? Personally, I don't think so. Okay, I think he ends up at one of the in-state schools. That's my gut feeling on this. Not just that. I've talked to several people who would have a clue, okay, and – you know, he loves Chilton County where he's from. He loves Clanton, Alabama, the small town deal, which is what hit him at Auburn's junior day not too long ago. So he finally gets back on campus. He tells me everything's, you know, pretty much status quo to how it went that time. He got more treatment maybe than even Fat Burnett got at, at the junior day, just how it went that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Aldridge is his guy. We, we saw Josh Aldridge at the junior day. You know, greeting all of his guys at the front door, even guys that weren't his. He was greeting mm-hmm. people, right? So he, he took a he took a uh, step forward with DeMarcus Riddick that day. Um, I think Ron Roberts is a big deal there, too, because he does coach the Jacks, and they've talked to Riddick about being a multi-guy inside or Jack. I think he likes that. He loves the scheme. He loves that Josh Aldridge ran Ron Roberts' scheme at, at uh, Liberty when he was the defensive coordinator or co-defensive coordinator. 
So a lot of things working for Auburn, in my opinion. But Alabama's in there, too. Don't get me wrong. Georgia's still got a chance to sign him in the end. I'm not making an ultimatum, but I just think he ends up at one of the in-state schools. Fair enough. Was it him who said, I'll be back two more times? Um. We've talked to so many kids, and I've read so many recruiting updates. I think he was Some, one of them that said that. I think he said A-Day. I think he was a possibility for A-Day, and official it, visit seems likely to. Okay. So. It, it wasn't him because the guy I was thinking of, we talked to in person, and he was like, I'll be back. I think it might have been Ryan Williams. He was one of them, yeah. He was going to so, be back on the 27th. Yeah. And, and then for A-Day. Of course, I think he's at Alabama on Thursday. Hey, uh, I got some good news and bad news on uh, Riddick. So I'll give you the bad first. Georgia's linebacker room, they think, may be better than it's ever been. Mm. Uh, with these young guys, Raylan Wilson and the other guy. They, so they got some young studs. So uh, the bad news is Georgia probably ain't going anywhere for a while. Sure. The good news, though, may be that it's a pretty crowded room there. I was going to say, what's the bad news? If, I mean, if that's the bad news. Well, the bad news yeah, we already knew they were going to be good, Pete. <laughs> I don't want to play those guys. Yeah. I don't know. But that could be so a couple, twofold here. One, the room's, the linebacker room may be really crowded. And two, um, you know, does that, does that play to Auburn's edge? Does that play to does no, that, right. that Auburn? Hey, look, you are going to, you're not going to have to sit behind this guy or that guy. You're going to have to play. Now, everybody's a little different. An offensive lineman may be scared by something like that, right? Uh, but a linebacker probably – a stud linebacker like this guy, and, and, and he's legit, everybody says, probably ain't too scared about that. So I, I don't know how much you – that's good stuff because I was going to say, I don't know how much this affects the linebackers of the 2024 class, but let's not forget to mention that Auburn has lost two to the transfer portal this yeah. week in Cameron Brown and Desmond Tisdall. Again, I don't know if that would affect him directly – any of the guys in 2024, Jay had it. I think it does to a degree uh-huh. because we had to get from a numbers standpoint. We had ten guys in that room, and six of them all had two years of eligibility left. We still have four that have two years of eligibility left. So you still got a little bit of a log jam at the top, but it's much more layered now than it was. And I think it's appealing to a guy that's going to come in and only have to sit maybe behind a guy for a year because if you're that top heavy. Well, what's to prohibit you from being a, a real difference maker as a redshirt freshman or even a true sophomore? So I think it does make a difference to a degree. Um, it's one less person in the way. But a guy like Demarcus Riddick, given his talent, I think he's a guy that plays on special teams day one, and he's somebody that's mm-hmm. potentially working into your 2D by the end of your first year. I, I firmly believe that. He's that talented of a player. Uh, in addition to DeMarcus Riddick, the UGA commitment, Auburn had two Alabama commitments on campus Monday, which has been a common theme. Auburn's getting these guys on campus, no doubt about that. Uh, Ryan Williams, we mentioned him earlier, the 2025 future five-star, if he's not already, uh, wide receiver from Sarah Land. And then Sterling Dixon, the four-star Jack linebacker uh, from Mobile Christian, committed to Alabama, was also back. Cole, I think you talked to Dixon. Yes. Tell us about Dixon. I'll give you my little spill on Ryan Williams after that. So a couple of people on the board hinted at this after they read the story. Like, is he telling the truth? Is all that true? I mean, if it is, if what he's saying is the gospel truth, man, he, that was a serious um, interview he gave you. 
Like that was those quotes were intense about Auburn, and I agree. What you was know, the headline for the guys listening who haven't read it? It was um, Auburn's making it really hard for yes. me to just sign with Alabama. Auburn's making it hard for me to just sign with Alabama. That was the big quote. That's what stuck out to me when I was talking to him. I, I I've, I've gone back and thought about talking to him, and, and he was very straightforward. You know, had a very serious face. Um, that was an important one for me to talk to that day because I really didn't know where he stood on Auburn's board. I, sh- I certainly didn't know where Auburn stood with him, even though at one time it seemed like maybe Auburn was his leader, and that was a while back. Um, now he's committed to Alabama, everything's different, but everybody's recruiting him as an inside linebacker now, not an edge, which is what we've all thought he was. Maybe mm-hmm. we thought he could be an inside linebacker, but now schools have said, look, you're not an edge. You're an inside guy. Even Alabama says that. Auburn, Josh Aldridge, once again, is big on this one. Um, more than anything, though, with Sterling Dixon, in my opinion, Auburn is big for him. I, I get the feeling that like he maybe was somebody who grew up pulling for Auburn or mm-hmm. had an affinity to Auburn in some way. And now that he's back, now that he's getting the attention that he wants, so to say, mm-hmm. from Auburn, he's starting to go, hmm. This is pretty cool. This is kind of what I was hoping for from Auburn. I don't. I feel like he didn't get the attention he wanted beforehand. Even, even maybe when he was here for Junior Day. I don't think the Junior Day trip went all that great for him. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He left early. He didn't, t- he didn't talk to media, didn't pick up the phone when he was called, that kind of thing, and went straight back to Alabama. That tells me it probably didn't go maybe to the way he was hoping. Comes back, and, and it seems like they knocked it out of the park. That's the best way I can put it. Cole, I thought a few weeks ago that Auburn was not going to pursue him as heavily. Was that because as an edge, and now it's shifted because they want – I mean it, – It's possible the kid said, look, I'm an edge. <laughs> you know, I'm an edge in college because – if you went back to the Under Armour camp, he played edge. He won the MVP at edge, yeah. right? So maybe he's thinking, oh, I don't want to play inside linebacker. That's not a good pitch for me. But then everybody started doing it. So he goes, okay, maybe I am an inside linebacker. To me, that says Auburn's coaches were like, well, you know, if you're not an inside backer for us, then we don't really care. Or we're not that big into you then. But that switched with, with Auburn and with everybody, in my opinion. So now being an inside linebacker, I think, a lot of schools are back on his radar. And watch out for LSU. He has some good things to say about LSU as well. LSU. Another guy we believe over to be making traction, at least another Alabama commitment, is Ryan Williams, the 2025 number two wide receiver in the country, the number seven overall re- uh, recruit in the country, and the number one player in Alabama. His father, Ryan Williams, 
signed with Auburn back in 2007. I actually showed him the link that I broke that story. <laughs> I'm old enough from, to have broken his dad's commitment story. From B.C. Rain, right? B.C. Rain, that's right. Hey. Uh, James Willis recruited him. Hey, James Willis. Uh, but I, I had a good conversation with him on the record. I sat around and talked with him off the record. I really believe Auburn's got a significant chance here. I, I mean, obviously there's a long way to go. But, Cole, you saw him at practice. What what, what did you see from Ryan Williams during Auburn's practice? Uh, during Auburn's practice, um, even though guys like Demarcus Riddick and, um, you know, whoever else was out there, big-time guys were there that day, that was the guy getting the attention, okay? And I'm not just talking about by Marcus Davis. The dude was being shown around to every coach. Um, you know, it looked like he was sort of in a in a talking group with Wesley McGriff and Zach Etheridge at one time. I think is it Zach Etheridge that is his area recruiter, maybe. Not Fairland. Sure. Yeah, I, I think he is. I think he's the area recruiter. Maybe Cadillac. One of those two. Either way, he talked to both of those guys during practice and, and sat there and just chatted with them while the players were going through warmups and and stretches and things. And I. I it caught my eye because I watched Demarcus Riddick walking around, and we know how big of a priority he is. And, you know, he was over there kind of watching the linebackers, and everybody else was watching their position group. But Ryan Williams was getting getting the treatment. And, I, you know, he's a younger guy. So I thought that was very interesting, and I put a little note on the board about it. But, um, you know, that was for the most of – probably the first 20, 30 minutes of practice. I'm trying to uh... – See if he was the guy who told me he would be back t- two more times. Let's see. Either way, no, maybe not. But uh, that Monday, you had Demarcus Riddick, Sterling Dixon, both Alabama. Com- I mean, I'm sorry, Georgia commitment, Alabama commitment, Ryan Williams, Alabama commitment, Dylan Stevenson, Zach's boy from Christopher Columbus in Miami was there. Uh, yeah. Chase Malamala from North Palm Beach was there. Amon Lane came down from Moody, the four-star defensive back commitment. And, and, Cole, you talked to Dylan Stevenson, and I was just kind of like, eh, you know, he's a South Florida guy. He's coming through. I didn't really put much stock into it. And you walked away from that going, yeah. Maybe? Yes, yeah. And I walked into it going, that's a guy with a lot of ability that's coming up that I've been watching to see if he was going to make it in because the very first time I talked to him, he was like, you know, I've got this top ten. Auburn was the very – he made it clear. Auburn was the last school I put into this because they slipped into the game kind of late here with the new staff. And from then, I was kind of intrigued with him. And I watched his film. I think, Jay, Ed, you've seen his film. We both said, oh, yeah. yeah. Zach, Zach has looked at it. He, we all agreed that guy's a good player and at a very, very big position of need. And he shows up. I cannot remember the quote he used on Twitter, but the the – the whole experience of going to Auburn was something that he was not really um, expecting in a good way. He really loved it. I think he even asked me, and I don't live in Auburn. He's like, "So what's it like living here?" I was like, oh, "I don't, I don't live here." But no, dude, that's <laughs> oh man, it's it's great, dude. Except, <laughs> except for that traffic on Shug at five o'clock. Oh my God, you wouldn't believe the people that ride well, the left lane. Yeah, just stay on the left lane. Yeah, I actually, God, I actually wrote that story because Cole had some. Cole had some stuff going on, so he sent me the interview. He is going to be a good answer, she mentioned. And you can yeah. tell he's a smart kid. Yes. Wait a minute, say that again, Keith. He's going to visit Stanford. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
know, you know what? I didn't. I talked to him after y'all interviewed him. And let me say this real quick. Let's go back to Ryan. We're talking about Ryan Williams, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Y'all are talking about Dylan Stevenson. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but but Keith, you wrote the Ryan Williams story too. That's why it threw me off. Oh. Yeah. But but it, but it, I'm gonna skip back to Ryan Williams yeah, because yeah. I forgot forgot to talk about this. Cole, you talked about how much attention he received at practice. What a stark contrast from this previous from the previous staff. Ryan told me after before he left, I met him and his mom, and we you know his dad and I. We got to know each other fairly well back during his recruitment, so we remembered each other. And but he told me last year he came to the game. Brian Harson went right by him. He stood over there by himself. No, nobody knew who he was. Nobody showed him any attention. And he said, when I committed to Alabama, Auburn was not even a thought in my mind. It, they, they made it so easy for me to commit to anywhere else other than Auburn. These aren't his words, but this is pretty much what he was implying. Paraphrasing, yeah. It was – I mean, I mean, he was probably saying a little bit nicer with a nicer tone, but that's <laughs> basically what he was saying was like, Auburn – Almost acted like they didn't want me. You've got this kid who we all knew was a stud, you know, a year ago, and he's there for a game, and no, and, and, and the coach walks right by him. And again, you know, Brian Harson had his own way of doing things. Maybe that was it, yeah. but it obviously didn't work with this kid. So, talk about a contrast in treatment between a year ago or the previous staff in the fall and this kid here in the spring under Hugh Freeze, Marcus Davis, and those guys. It was. Um, very eye-opening for him. And this isn't the first time he's been here under this new staff, and it's obviously not going to be the last. Uh, he was here with his mom. He was here before with his dad. I really, I'm really, i going to keep a close eye on this one, but uh, I'm always going to, you know, default back to he's committed to Alabama. He's a five-star kid in state to Alabama. I don't know that this ever happened. I don't think it ever has. Not, not flipped. Not flipped a guy. No. Uh, Committed and, over, yes. Flipped, no. But I, I was thinking today, wide receiver-wise, so far this year, Cam Coleman is coming to Auburn today. Um, you guys are listening to this Thursday night. You already have known what this, how this visit went. But Cam Coleman, the, the future five-star wide receiver from Central and Phoenix City, is visiting Auburn Thursday. And Keith has put in a pick. And I'm right there with him. I haven't put it on paper. I haven't made it official. I'm going to let him swim out there for a little bit by himself. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Keith. I mean, look, they, they wanted us to put in picks. They yep. want, so, you know, as of that day and as of today, you know, I feel like Auburn's the favorite. I mean, FSU's in it. LSU's in it. We know Bama will be in it at some point. We know Georgia probably Clemson. Right. Um, and who I don't think you could find anybody to argue with you right now, Keith. Not even Shad Simmons. Not 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 any of the national guys. I don't think anybody would argue that Auburn might probably the team to beat. Yeah. And and I will say this: for the 2024 class, and maybe even the 2025 class, I'm expecting it, the 2024 wide receiver class. And if I'm expecting this, and I too expect Cam Coleman to sign, I expect the 2024 class wide receiver group to be the most impressive on paper, maybe ever, if not. But going back to Ben Omanu, Devin Rumble, that wide receiver class, on paper, these guys will rival or even best that group. Hey, come, on, come on over to my side, Jeffrey. I've been saying it's going to be the wide receiver group. Come on in. I'm telling you. What I like about having Hugh Freeze as head coach when it comes to recruiting is that 
the leap of faith is minimal for each position. So if you're a receiver, he says, okay, well, I signed A.J. Brown. I signed uh, D.K. Metcalf. Who was the kid from Illinois that, 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 that was the five-star that they signed? Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. the track record. So if you're a tight end, he's had Evan Ingram, first-round pick. Well, not many coaches. But, so tight end, not many people have had first-round picks drafted at tight end. First round, he does. Offensive tackle. Well, he signed Greg Little. He signed Johnson. Uh, Larry Tunzel out of Lake City, Florida, which is 40 miles from Gainesville. And, and by the way, they beat out Georgia for that one. They didn't beat out Florida. They beat out Georgia. Georgia thought they had Larry Tunzel till the very end, and now he's the highest paid off. Who was the blindside guy? Michael Orr. Michael Orr. Well, he coached him in high school. So he's got every oh. position on the offensive side of the ball, quarterback, every position, Malik Willis, Chad Kelly, every single position, he's got, as Jay Head says, proof. You know what I mean? There's – I mean, it's right there. And so when you're looking at receiver, he can he probably knew with Marcus Davis. This is a great young coach. The, the analytics people love him. I can provide him air support in recruiting. And so can Philip Montgomery, too, for what he's done with uh, with offensive talent. So uh, then you put it all together, and it's, you know, pretty good. So Zach, Zach in the back says, if uh, Cam Coleman does sign with Auburn, is he the best on paper that's ever signed with Auburn? On paper, Nate Craig Ooh, Myers was Nate pretty Craig high. Well, well, remember, but he yeah, yeah he, that's right. I was going to say, Keith, okay. he was a five, and then he broke his leg or whatever it was. Think, yeah. I do think Duke Williams was a five-star. He was. Hell, yeah. Trevon Reed was up there too, wasn't he? What about Kyle Davis? Trevon Reed was a five, and then they dropped him. To a 6.0 four star, whatever yeah. rivals. Was I think doing. Kyle Davis. I think Kyle Davis was about <laughs> five and then dropped as well. Ben Omanu uh, yeah. was like the number one player somewhere. He was a five. So yeah. Ben Omanu was a five. So he would definitely that, that would be a worth looking up Zach in the back. I, I, that would because uh, I, I don't think Cam Coleman's twenty. I think he's a top ten player. You know, historically, that's not, been, that's not been Auburn's best position, right? Historically, in terms of producing NFL guys. I really – I'm with you guys. I think these, this group turns it around. I, I don't know if Cam Coleman's the best receiver in this class because the kid Jeremiah Smith down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's nasty, man. He could be fighting for that number one overall spot. Uh, and he's, I think he's committed to Ohio State right now. And although yeah. The usual suspects are trying to flip him. But, but – I mean, if you get a guy that's a top five player at their position, and you're splitting hairs at a certain point, you know what I mean? That's elite. That's an elite guy. To me, me, Micah Hudson is the best receiver in the country from Texas who was named by Walker White during his commitment. But I think Cam Coleman is a very close second. I've seen Cam Coleman in person several times now. I mean, if you just looked at him like you see him on campus today at Auburn, um, you know, he looks like a good player, but for some reason, when he is in a game or in a game situation, the dude is five-star if I've ever seen one. Uh, I thought um, it was interesting. You know, hey, just don't forget uh, Henry Brown, big dog Hank, is coming in Monday, mm-hmm. the 2023 quarterback signing, and he's bringing with him uh, Caleb Beasley, who's committed to Tennessee. He's the number one overall player in Tennessee. And uh, I thought it was interesting. I've made the point of it today in my story. The number one player from Alabama, Jalen Mbakwe. The number one player from Georgia, K.J. Bolden. The number one player from Mississippi, Kamari Franklin. The number one player from Arkansas, 
Walker White, now the number one player from Tennessee, and Caleb Beasley, all have visited Auburn in the past 10 days. And the only player from that state that's keys, uh, the footprint for Auburn's footprint is Florida, and who was the kid? Uh, J- Jeremiah Smith. I don't think Auburn's much of a factor with him. Nah. But I he's mean, the one Auburn's missing. And Louisiana, I think there was a uh, – but, okay, so, so there you go. They don't have the Louisiana top player and the Florida top player. Other than that, though, the Nashville area is interesting because it, it you've got good players there, and Nashville's a pretty good Auburn town. There's an Auburn yeah. guy. The governor of that state went to Auburn. I mean, there's there's some real you know that that's a city that maybe Auburn can can get some guys out of. You know what I mean? Maybe and maybe Hank Brown if he ends up if, if he ends up being something at Auburn, you know that that would help obviously, but. Beasley's interesting. That's a real interesting one, Jeffrey, because obviously Auburn's got a really deep and, and uh, elite yeah. backboard, uh, and I wonder where he fits on that. Probably pretty high would be my guess. I would think so, too. Chauncey Gooden, the 2025 four-star interior office lineman. Huge cat, man. He's 6'4", 315, 15 years old. He is also coming with Hank Brown. I keep on wanting to call him uh, Walker White. But you've got two of these guys like this working. I mean, Henry Brown – Henry. Hank Brown is uh, going to be here in the summer. He was a guy who was committed to Liberty with Hugh Freeze, Ken Austin. They came to Auburn. He came to Auburn. Uh, not a highly recruited or highly ranked kid, but uh, I don't think anybody's going to argue with Hugh Freeze's evaluation of quarterbacks. So anxious to see how that goes. Friday, uh, a couple of guys have already confirmed. Uh, Cole, you had a couple of guys. I think Keith had a guy. Yeah, uh, the guy I talked to this morning, he was getting ready to get on the plane. I, I texted back and forth with him just a little bit. Mason Moose Wade. Moose is what they call him. Offensive lineman from Virginia. Um, he was familiar with Hugh Freeze at Liberty, right? Um, and Jake Thornton offered him in January. It kind of, honestly, it kind of slipped by. But he was offered by Auburn in January, and now he's making his first trip to Auburn. Um, I'm sure Auburn likes him. They okay. like him a lot. Keith, who would you have? Tristan, well, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to forget somebody, but Tristan Jernigan's an interesting one, a linebacker from Tupelo, Mississippi, high three-star guy. Uh, in Mississippi, you don't really care too much about the rankings because they're kids that often don't make it to camps. You don't see a lot of them. If you're offering a guy, he's probably pretty good. So Auburn's got 14 known offers in the 2024 class in the state of Mississippi. Tristan Jernigan, linebacker from Tupelo, is one of them. I believe he's coming in Saturday. It could be a Friday-Saturday thing. Mm -hmm. But they just offered him. So if they just offered him, maybe that means he's moving ahead of some guys on the board. You know what I mean? Because that's a a current, fresh evaluation. So we'll see. They probably – or the flip side of that is it might be an offer to – Let's offer him because that may be the only way we can get him to campus. And right. when we get him to campus, we eyeball him, see what he looks like on the hoof. What, what do, do we as an organization, as a program, click with him on a personal level, you know, all that stuff. But, but it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one to watch. Uh, Jamonte Waller. Uh, yeah. yeah, big is, one. Is he there this Friday, tomorrow too? I believe so. Okay, so edge rusher. Uh, uh, well, he says Jack linebacker. Six foot and a half. Uh, kid from uh, where's he from? Picayune, Mississippi. So that part of the southwest corner of Mississippi, where Louisiana meets Mississippi. Uh, you know, uh, great interview guy. Uh, he's already set official visits to I want to say Penn State and Florida. I think he's visited both of those schools already. This is going to be his first visit to Auburn. If it goes well, he said they're going to get an official visit. Yeah, okay. he's, he's really liking Auburn right now. 
Uh, yeah, that's one of those ones where, where Penn State's done a hell of a job getting in on early guys, uh, getting in early on guys all throughout the South. I mean, they really have. Yeah. And he's been up there, and he's going to go back, and I hear he likes it a lot. But you got to figure proximity. If all things are equal, and he's got to ha- take how many planes to get up there and, and mm. that just drive. So those are the kind of things you're looking at here. But uh, he's high on Auburn. I think they're high on him. One of our competitor websites just made him a five-star. We've got him as a good solid four. So, you know, big visit, big visit as Auburn tries to continue to make headway in Mississippi. Also, Jaden. Sorry. Okay, With that Mississippi group, you got some more guys. Uh, Terrence Hibbler is one of those guys, defensive lineman from Mississippi, who, honestly, when we had our RPM day, he came to my mind as a guy yeah. who possibly put in a pick for Auburn because when I talked to him, man, he, he loves him some Auburn now. And he's excited to get back. And uh, I'm excited to talk to him, meet him in person, and, and see how that goes. If it goes well, I don't know. I'd watch out for Auburn there, really. I'm told Texas is really high on him, too. And I think their D-line coach is Bo Davis. Yeah, right. former Nick Saban. Yeah. So, you know, and not to knock Jeremy Garrett, Auburn's D-line coach, who I hear nothing but good things about, quite frankly, literally not one bad thing. Um you know, Texas, with them recruiting with this national profile right now, if they're locking in on a guy, then you're not worried about the guy's ranking. <laughs> they're like, sure. they're getting their pick of the litter right now, and, and they've zeroed in on this guy. So that's another great evaluation you'd have to think from mm-hmm. Uh Jaden Lewis also expected to visit Friday the four-star defense back commitment from Aniston, as well as uh, your boy John Wayne Oliver, or Tolliver, or is it John Wayne Oliver? Oliver, Oliver, yeah. That's what I said. Now, he told, I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, Jeffrey. He's a three-star offensive tackle in Nashville. And, you know, we don't talk to everybody every week. We don't want to burn these kids in terms, sure. you know. But when I when I talked to him maybe two, three weeks ago, he said he hadn't heard from Auburn since he visited January 28th. Um, so now I guess he has because he's coming back down. Cole may have more information on maybe what, where he sits on the board. Again, that's a crowded board, too, offensive tackle. They yeah. can't have too many misses. They got to be damn. For worst of all, they got to be damn sure the guys they like and want. And two, then they got to get them. Then they got to try to get them. So that's uh, you know. I, I think there's this this level of offensive linemen right now. Some guys that may fit on that level would be Mason Wade, Moose Wade, who's coming uh, Friday. Um, the guy you just mentioned, John Wayne Oliver, maybe maybe even Egan Boyer. Some of these guys where they're possibly going to be taken by Auburn. But it's still like I want to see you a little bit more. Maybe get you to camp, see how you do there. We're watching you really close kind of thing. I think there's a few guys like that. Face Malamala, who visited. You guys mentioned him earlier. I know Auburn wants to go see him in the spring. I don't know, Jeff. Khalil House. There you go. I'm yeah, starting, I'm starting is, yeah. they're going to be patient on OT unless one of their obvious takes says he wants in. Yeah. Because if you think about it, spring football – I mean, I guess some states it starts May 1st. That's just right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then Jen, you have June official visits. So at that point you go, you, you evaluate these guys in person, the board completely resets. You may go in thinking one thing and come out thinking so, something totally different, and then you use your official visits. June's going to be crazy. That is going to be crazy. Mm-mm-mm. We'll be following it all at Auburn Live on 3. We're uh, going to be following, uh, covering Big Fat Burnett's commitment on Friday. More visitors are expected Friday. More visitors are expected next week as we get near the April April 8th A-Day game for Auburn in the first under Hugh Freeze. We'll be catching it all, man. One more time for uh, people looking for 
Cole looking for a house in or around Auburn, Opelika, Lee County. Give Jessica Andrews a call with the Talents Group, 334-704-4442. And tell her we sent you, folks. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. For Jay Head, for Keith, for Zach in the Back, and Cole, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay at that left lane. See ya. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.